0: Welcome to Dear Timothy Podcast with Maxwell Ogaga, a practical wisdom-filled podcast for pastors and ministry leaders. Hello, welcome to today's podcast. My name is Maxwell Ogaga. I'm excited that you're tuned into the Dear Timothy Pastors and Ministry Leaders Podcast. We've been having a conversation along the lines of ministry finances. We talked about renewing the mind in our last episode. I want to talk about today raising offerings in ministry. How to raise offerings in ministry. Many times we have encountered charlatans and hirelings in the ministry which means people who are in the ministry for what they can get. But if you want to be successful in ministry, you must also understand that finances are a big part of the ministry. Finances are a big part of the ministry. Can we raise offerings? Is it legitimate to raise offerings? I'd like to take from the life of Moses. In Exodus chapter 35, and you can read the whole story, But verse 4, Moses spoke to all the congregation of the sons of Israel, saying, All right, this is the thing which the Lord has commanded, saying, Take from among you a contribution to the Lord. Whoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it as the Lord's contribution, gold, silver, and bronze. Then when you go to verse 21... It says, everyone whose heart stirred him, and everyone whose spirit moved to him, came and brought the Lord's contribution for the work of the tent of the meeting. Now, it's important to understand, I always tell people there are two ways to raise an offering. The first way is when the Lord commands you specifically to receive an offering for a cause. Now, we as ministers sometimes have made this. A norm instead of an exception. I would explain. It's not every time the Lord instructs people to bring an offering. All right? So, if the Lord instructs you to ask the people for an offering, it is still, listen to this, it is still based on their willingness to respond. So, when you look at the verse that we read in verse 21, it says, Everyone whose heart stirred him and everyone whose spirit moved him came and brought an offering of the Lord. That means any offering received in ministry must never be by coercion, manipulation, or guilt. It has to be willing. If it's not willing, then it's not acceptable to the Lord. You know, Paul said that also in Corinthians. A New Testament offering has to be willing. And so we don't coerce people. We don't manipulate people. We don't tell people strange visions and strange happenings to move people. Listen, we're not the ones that move people to give. You must understand that. You have to depend on the ability of the Holy Spirit to stir people to give to your ministry. Resist the attempts to try to make people give. You've got to resist that attempt. I know it's common, but you have to resist it. And let me tell you something. What you you should rather spend your time doing is also praying that God will stir the hearts of men. Now, although God gave the children of Israel gold and silver when they were leaving Egypt, it wasn't every one of them that contributed to the tabernacle. It would be like that in your church. It would be like that in your ministry. Not everyone who benefits from your ministry would give. Not everyone who is in your church would give. But you have to depend on the Holy Spirit has the ability to stir people's heart. Now, the second way to receive an offering is to just present a course normally. Oh, we need to buy a camera, we need to buy a generator, we need to buy a power bank, we need to buy new lenses, we need to buy a microphone. It's going to cost us $700 or $500 or $20. I want everyone who can give to this project to give. No mention of the Lord told me. No, it is just that for this house to keep running, these things need to be gotten. You know, sometimes when I receive offerings in my church, I don't even go read the scriptures. I just tell them, hey, how many of you are enjoying the air conditioners? How many of you are glad you can see uh, electricity to read your Bibles? And they raise their hand and I say, well, we need to keep the electricity on and we need to keep the air conditioners on. So let's give. And that's it. Just simple. There's no spiritual thing to it. It's just it's just teaching your people to be responsible as responsible Christians, okay? So, there are two ways to receive an offering. There is when the Lord is commanded. And that should be if the Lord commands you. But if the Lord doesn't give you a direct instruction, then just receive your offerings normally. But listen, you've got to depend on the Holy Spirit to stir people's heart. So, one of the keys to finances in ministry is to spend time praying that those who receive your ministry are stirred to respond. Those who receive your ministry... Are stared to respond. Luke chapter 4, verse 25. Look at what Jesus said. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the sky was short for three and a half years, and there were several famine um, throughout the land. But to none was Elijah sent except the widow of what? Of Zarephath. So yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath in the region of Sidon. So you can understand that it wasn't every widow that ministered to Elijah. But the spirit of God has gone ahead. So, you know, finances in ministry, uh, and we talked about impact in our last podcast, is also tied to as many as the Lord had stayed their hearts. So if you read Acts chapter 16, um, when the Lord opened the heart of Lydia, what happened? The next thing is that she asked Paul to come to the house and stay. All right, so one of the things you have to do is to pray that those who hear you, those who receive your ministry, God stirs their heart to respond financially and to give to the ministry. Exodus 35, 21 again says, Everyone whose heart stirred him and everyone whose spirit moved him came and brought the Lord's offering. And we find this also in the life of the Macedonian Christian. Paul says, They begged us to receive an offering. It means that there was a stirring in their heart. All right, so. One of the keys to finances in ministry is tearing people's hearts. All right? Never be ashamed to receive an offering in the ministry, but do it properly. If the Lord is asking you, say the Lord is asking you. Let it be for what the Lord has commanded. Let it be for a project the Lord has commanded. Don't start multiple projects out of presumption and try to ask people to get the projects on. If the project is orchestrated by the Lord, then you have the basis to stand on God's word that people's heart will be stirred to give towards it. And if it's not a project that is commanded by the Lord directly, but something needed in the church or in the ministry, present your need out there. You know, let the people who benefit from your ministry know and pray. Go back to your prayer closet and pray that the Lord will begin to stir the hearts of people. No manipulation in ministry, no coercion in ministry, no guilt stripping in ministry, no lies in ministry, no peddling the word of God, no telling people all kinds of testimonies, you know, that you feel would inspire people to give. No, just do it simple, keep it simple, and allow the Lord to stay. Trust the Holy Spirit can stay people's heart more than you can. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. I would recommend my book, God is the Greatest Giver in the Ministry. I talked a lot about finances in ministry. It will help you a lot get in touch with our office and get a copy of the book. If this podcast has been of a blessing to you, I would really want to encourage you to please share it with other ministers that you know. So together, we can advance the cause of the kingdom. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Dear Timothy Podcast. For more information, please visit www.pastormax.ng or call 234-805-888-7575. Thank you.